God bless you. This is ADS English, March 10th with Pastor Chuta. We are continuing Discipleship Part 2. Class number two. I want to remind you that discipleship is not only for those that want to be baptized. It's not only for those that want to be ready. But discipleship is a style of a lifestyle. On Sundays when we come to church, it's a, a different feeling. It's a different feeling of worship and fellowship. But what molds us is discipleship. What really molds our lives. It's like these days of teaching is where our our emotions come together. And sometimes where there's things that we can't touch profoundly uh, during Sunday. We can touch them today uh, through teachings and through discipleship. And what our subject is today is you cannot lose your identity. You can't be influenced by everything that's around you. That's where we lose our identity. That's where you lose who you really are in this day. So today we're going to start. We're going to believe in this in this evening that he's going to touch our hearts that he's going to keep molding us to his way so we can position ourselves because we know that God has us here for these times because we know these times are evil but the word of God says to encourage each and one of us us each other and today we have came together to to um to encourage each other and this is the night that god has made to bless us to touch our hearts to move us to a different dimension tonight today we're going to be in the book of colossians chapter 1 verse 10 through 12. i'm going to read the word And it says, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every every way or in everything that we want to do. No, it says in every way, bearing fruit in every good work. So in everything that we do, and everything that you do, you have to bring good fruit. Every work that you do, you need to bring good fruit. It needs to produce something. Your life needs to produce something. You have a purpose, so you need to produce good fruit. So that's why it says bearing fruit in every good work, even at your work. That's a part of your life. And it says growing in the knowledge of God. And growing in the knowledge of God. So in this night, you came to grow in the knowledge of God. You came to grow in the Lord. And this is what gives us identity. 
And verse 11 says, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious mind, so that you may have great endurance and patience. Verse 12, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light says so we can participate in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of life when we read these three verses it's very tremendous it's a, a powerful word let me just go straight to it and this day let me leave this word in your heart one of the major problems that we have today is that we have a society that has lost their identity we're living in society that's losing their identity and that is that it's growing sensible to a spirit of 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 slavery I know that you are understanding with everything uh, that we're seeing that in this society they're taking away even um, uh, workbooks and uh, in, in making people very sensitive to what's happening or there were books of educational and books that would educate our kids to give them basic uh, identity or or a basic uh, knowledge and now now even christian authors are being molded into this new system that it's moving that's um feeding that spirit of slavery so they can stop um a spirit of confusion and there's a system that's helping to grow this uh, spirit more easily so where are we in all of this where are the the children of light where are those that have the identity of christ the problem is that the church has started to lose their identity as well because sadly we have started to to embrace certain things and when the children of god continue to embrace a different identity they start to feed themselves with what the society is or the system is feeding them and we lose the purpose and or the plan that God has for us and we stop growing when you start uh, feeding with the thoughts uh, of doubt uh, we stop growing we start being who we really are uh, the system has um, equipped us with with something for us to lose identity with a, a tool that has allowed us to lose our identity which is the cell phone the cell phone has has um has put doubt in many people even when you start to take pictures of yourself uh even like with your the duck face you know selfies however you want to call it you are losing your identity why because i know some people are not going to be in accordance with me but you are imitating something that somebody else is doing so you are letting yourself be an influence in something else because you're doing something that it's not you because whatever instagram says or facebook says that's why you want to Im imitate it and the other day the 
um, there was a dance called La Chona and people getting out of the cars and then getting all dragged by the cars and everybody started doing it. So we lose the identity. There's people that are intelligent, but they get influenced and then they lose their identity. So if that start, if that starts to influence you, it starts to make you lose your identity. Everything that influences your life comes to mold your life. When you lose your identity as a child of God, you stop growing and everything else starts growing inside of you. You stop growing as a child of God. When what you, whatever you let in or you feed yourself, that's what, what makes you a slave. Uh, Paul says we can be slaves to the cross or we can be slaves to to this world because whatever you feed yourself that's what you're making yourself a slave to so we're never gonna grow if we don't know what's our function you know what your function is as a child of God you need to know who you are you need to know your position in the kingdom of God where you belong to who you follow the problem is that sometimes we don't know who we are following everything has to do with our own person with ourselves with our, our, our DNA sometimes we're imitating something or someone that is not us and sadly that even in the ministries we want to imitate a, a singer or because they're having good luck and that's where we're losing our identity and that's not where God has called us to be we want to preach like somebody but that's not how you are because you haven't been been called to preach like like this person or that person God has given you your own your own self and God has blessed you and washed you with his blood and you're gonna have a different way to do things so you have to have God's DNA in you everything has to do with our own selves with our DNA let's stop imitating others that are not us you need to have the DNA of Christ you have to have the DNA of this home even the DNA of this home as ADS you see God hasn't called us because we know everything or because we have everything God has called us because he has everything he has called us because he has everything and I believe that you can uh, see that in the midst of we are living in the midst of these times, how God hasn't left us. He hasn't abandoned us. And even besides everything that ha it's happening in the world, a lot of people have lost a lot of things. You and I are still standing. You and I still have health. You and I have been given more, have been given more. We have been given more than we uh, even are worthy of. God did not call us because we know everything, because have the knowledge, because we are prepared. God has called us because he has it all. You know, he has called people with defects, people that are not perfect. He called Moses, Gideon, Judas, he even called Judas. And what did Judas do? He had the same opportunity as anybody else. He did have his own function. 
And sometimes God's going to uh, surround you by Judas. Is, yes. he's You're going to be around, around a lot of Judas. That you're going to walk with them. You're going to bless them. But then they're going to stab you in the back. But you know what? All of that, God's going to permit that to help you grow as well. The only way that we're going to grow is that we need to know that we're not perfect and that we need help. What stops us from growing is our own personal barriers. Barriers that we put up because there's frustration. Sometimes because... Uh, sometimes frustration comes because we're not in the place that we are supposed to stay or supposed to be. And what do we do when we don't see results? We don't see what uh, what God promised us. When we don't see what He said was gonna do, what we do? What do we do? We get frustrated. We get um, so overwhelming. We don't want to come to the house of the Lord. Be- Why? Because we're frustrated that the things aren't happening how we thought were going to happen. But it doesn't have to happen how we thought it was going to happen. It's going to happen how God has designed for it to happen in our lives. And sometimes we try to continue and try again. And, and, and it works for a little bit. But then we come back to the same. And there's a cycle but you know what happens? It's easy for us to get comfortable, uh, to get comfortable where we feel comfortable. Sometimes it's easy uh, giving up. Sometimes it's easy for us to give up, to get comfortable where we feel comfortable and just give up and just stay there, simply just stay there. We need to go a mile forward and forget that you haven't been baptized of your past. Oh, I don't, I'm not worthy of anything. I don't, I am useful. You know, my parents told me I weren't going to be useful for this or that. Uh, the devil told me this and that. Just leave all those excuses to the sides. Leave all those excuses to the side. When you turn and see how God has blessed you, if you can really value the things that God has put in your hands, you can see that you are not worthy of everything that you have. That you are not you are not worthy of what has been placed in your hands. You know why we get uh, depressed a lot of times? Because we don't have identity. Because we don't know who we are. Because if you were new, if we would know who we were, who we were, we would defend the cross with, with a sword. We would defend the cross with shield and sword. But sometimes. It's that we have lost our identity, and that's why we don't do that. And how we have lost our identities because we've been confused in the midst of everything that surrounds us, the ambience that surrounds us. We don't know if we're from Apollo or we're from Paul. We don't know what we go for. We don't know if we what team we're going for anymore because we're confused
there's a big problem when you see others move forward and you are not moving forward. You know what happens when we forward and you don't move forward? It's because there's a spirit of jealousy. There's a spirit of jealousy that comes in. Why? And we question ourselves, why her, why him, why not me, if I'm already having a lot, if I've been faithful here, I've been here a long time, I pay my tithes, I've always helped here, I have more time here. Yes, that's frustration. But it's not about time, it's about the fruit. And sometimes you don't realize that simply that you're that you're in the same place doesn't mean that you're giving a good fruit because fruit keeps producing more fruit and needs to be pruned to produce more fruit and when you're under frustration you know what happens you know what happens when you're under frustration it it makes you compare yourself with other people it makes you compare yourself. What do they have that I don't? I went to school. I went to the Bible Institute. I got ready. But growth, it does, knowledge doesn't give you growth. God is the only one that gives you growth. The Holy Spirit will give you growth. Revelation gives you the connection with the Holy Spirit. It comes through a, conne- a connection with Jesus Christ. You can go through the, the best university or Bible institute, but if you're disconnected from God, there's no relationship, there's no prayer, there's no revelation, and there's no worship, there's no revelation. The problem is that sometimes we think that it's seniority, but we have a, an identity, and we think we have an identity uh, is in the seniority that we have oh because he's the leader of this he's the leader of that you know what's happening there we're losing our humanity because we have learned to speculate on everything in john 15 verse 4 through 5 it reads remain in me as i also remain in you No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. This verse is powerful. Those that know me know that I love John uh, chapter 15. There's a lot of lessons in this chapter. You know why? Because that's where Jesus talks to his disciples before he leaves preparing them. Verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever doesn't, whoever's not in me, does not bring fruit but if I am in them bears a lot of fruit because if you're not in me you cannot do anything I love that phrase where you cannot do anything have you realized that uh, away from God we can't do anything that your identity in God is how close you are to him that when you start to separate from him you start losing your identity because what happens with uh, when you start separating from God 
when you least expect it, you're going uh, to uh, assume assume a class, and there's a song, worldly song, and you start dancing to it in your flesh. You start listen listening to a, a different music. You know what's happening there? You are not realizing it, but you are losing your identity. You're losing your identity. Sadly, our culture has made us to spiritualize everything and has made us lose our identity. And these times is when we must be finding our humanity so we can understand everything else. You know why we can't understand the spiritual side? It's because we can barely understand the human side. And we have started to be to be vulnerable vulnerable so we don't ask for help in our mentality is why am i going to ask for help when i'm a leader especially if i have privileges at church how am i going to ask for assistance or help since i have a calling how am i going to reach out for help when i have a talent or have an ability how am i going to search or ask for help when I'm in the worship team? How am I gonna ask for help? And we don't know that we are making ourselves more harm when we try to to hide something. We're losing more ourselves because we're losing our identity when we do this. And we forget that we're humans, that we are vulnerable. We forget that we need, that we need of God, we need help. And instead of asking for help, what is it that we do? We try to, to, um, to fake everything and just not be truthful with others. Instead of, of asking for help, we start to, to affect our family or affect others because we don't realize that we're, we're carrying all these. We're carrying all this sin uh, towards other ones. And there's people that, you know, families that we have um, been working with and they have reached, uh, they have been blessed and moved forward. But you know why? Because they have, uh, they have reached out to us as pastors. They can have the worst home. They can have the worst uh, mom or dad. They can have the worst But if they have the DNA of that home, they will defend that home until they can't no more. They're going to defend that home. You know why? Because they have the DNA. If you let me be honest, I remember when we used to play marbles as a kid. um, There was a little monument called a, a monument to the mother and we would gather around the monument and play marbles and when my friends would get mad they would automatically remind you of your mom and all of a sudden you would get upset and you would start a fight with them you know why because you were getting mad that they would remind you of your mom and you know why because you were defending the dna that was inside of you saying to them that you need to respect what is what is holy to me you need to respect what what 
but nowadays, you know, they just come over ourselves and and we just let it go. But before we wouldn't allow that because there was a DNA, there was blood that we would fight for inside of us. But nowadays, the DNA doesn't matter anymore. If they don't understand what DNA means or your identity, they talk about they talk bad about the house and do whatever they want. It's tremendous. There's an enemy that wants to stop you. There's an enemy that wants to continue seeing you small, that doesn't want you to reach your potential. There's an enemy that wants to keep seducing you with doubts that is going to question your advance, your abilities, your talents, so you won't reach your goals The more you doubt, the more easier it will be for him to stop you. The more you doubt, the more easier it is for him to stop you. The enemy strategy strategy is to make you small and make you lose your identity. And if they accomplish you losing your identity, it will limit you continue to keep you limited because if if he allow he if he successfully keeps you small that's a convenience because if he keeps you in that way and if he keeps you small they will not the enemy will not allow you to be a threat to his kingdom he is not going to allow you to be uh, something against his uh, kingdom that's why you need to protect the identity has God has put in you don't lose the opportunity to reach your potential to accomplish your your purpose only because you want to feel comfortable where you're at right now it's easy to feel comfortable where you're at a lot of times it's easy to feel comfortable in the position you are sometimes and you center yourself there and you say oh nobody tell me anything i'm comfortable here but that's what the enemy wants and he wants you to feel comfortable where you're at and you're losing the opportunity to reach your potential and accomplish your goal and position you and what god has called you to be only because you want to feel comfortable where you're at when you seek refuge because when we're going through something we all want to be refuge in something But when we're going through something, we want to refuge ourselves in something. If we're going through an emotional or financial situation or a spiritual situation, whatever we're going through in the ministry, we always seek refuge or shelter in something. And it happens um, based based on what we're living or or we come back. Or we go back because that something gives us that feeling of comfortable, of being comfort. 
And when you feel comfortable in that something, you are losing your identity in something. You are retaking something that you are not or something that you had left and abandoned. You're only looking to feel comfortable. And that is what the enemy wants, that you feel comfortable so you are not able to advance. If I can talk a little bit more on this, some people feel comfortable in alcohol. Some people feel comfortable in drugs. Some people feel comfortable in porno. And some people, you know, get comfortable in a lot of things. Why? Because that makes them feel good when they're going through something and they're not realizing that they're losing their identity. They're losing the opportunity to reach their potential and they're losing the opportunity to accomplish their goal or their purpose because they're looking to re- to shelter themselves under something that makes them feel comfortable. So what happens? You start to isolate yourself um, where you think nobody can see me here, nobody can touch me, nobody can can do nothing to me so I will stay in this place uncomfortability and you are not realizing that you're uh, giving yourself uh, you're hurting yourself instead of asking for help and be connected with the father connected with the vision instead of being connected with those that are or that that's gonna elevate you over the problem or situation that you're going through. Because the enemy is what wants to see you do is see you comfortable. Each and one of us, when we know and we uh, give knowledge to when we're losing ourselves, you know when you're when you are losing your way. You know when you're not doing right in the in the walk with God. We all know it. You know it. You know that that in that place you shouldn't have been. That word you shouldn't have said it, but you already said it. You know that that song you shouldn't have sang it, but you sang it. You shouldn't have done the Chona challenge, but you did it. And then y'all dislocated your shoulder or your waist somebody understanding tonight let's not look to be comfortable the church is not to be comfortable i was thinking when i was when i was telling the lord when i came back to the ways of god i tied myself i i tied myself to my own words when i came back to the lord i said when i come to the to back to the ways of God, I'm not going to be sitting on a chair. But God puts a feeling inside of us, whatever's inside of you, because I know some of you are saying, I'm not where I want to be. But that's why we need to go a mile extra. We need to proceed. We need to every day that you wake up you need to find a way to learn something new in the word of god you see i'm gonna be honest how many times i have preached about john 15 but this morning for those that have their own devotionals they saw that the verse of this day was 
the devotional was about John chapter 15. I don't know who has their their devotional. Wherever you have your devotional, I would see that that the devotionals for today um, was about John chapter 15. Maybe God's confirming something in our lives. Let's not lose the opportunity simply because we are trying to feel comfortable and refuge ourselves. That's not where God has not called us to refuge or shelter ourselves. He has said, whoever is under him, the all-powerful, but then we're there getting close to uh, the wrong branches or getting ourselves warmed up with with warm with warm fire from someone else when they questioned Peter when Jesus was um, given to the Romans what happens he was warming up in, in a fire of some other people with the uh, a bonfire of other people he was warming up himself and he before he was walking with Jesus and all of a sudden he is warming up with other people and they ask him weren't you also with with Jesus you know automatically lost his identity because said who me because because sometimes uh, we are we are in exchange of receiving something, we lose our identity in a second. We are losing our identity for exchange to something else. And lying, because when you are already in the crowd, you you just don't care what you do anymore. You know, we're, we're just in the midst of a crowd. And we start to lose our identity. Don't seek to refuge yourself that is not yours. Simply because of what you're living through. Don't seek to be comfortable. Because that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to feel comfortable so you won't accomplish your purpose because you are a threat to his kingdom. God has been good. God will continue to be good. because, But when you go an extra mile, when you go another mile an extra mile he takes care that you and I be blessed that you and I are blessed because of that extra mile that you have gone ahead God will always bless everyone that has gone that extra mile because we could have stayed comfortable in our homes you could have stayed comfortable I know that's going to hurt somebody out there. But, you know, you could have been under your covers, all warm. Um, But if you go that extra mile, 
when we go that extra mile that says that we know our identity, that we're going to defend something, while we can, we will do. And God says, I am going to bless them. I'm going to bless them. I was in the midst of all what was happening at my home because it was the ceiling starting to leak. I thought I, I had repaired it, but it started leaking. But I said, you know what? Everything's there. I'm just, you know, when I come back home, I'm going to repair it. Um, right now, I'm going to stop and just uh, study about the word of God. And God says that he's going to bless what we do with our hands. You know, all the little businesses that we have in our congregation, God is going to bless. He's going to bless everybody in this home. So the small things in the hands of God, God multiplies them and makes them big and great. That was the message for this day. God bless you. Be blessed. Until next time.